Hey guys, welcome to episode two of Hollywood Hopefuls. I'm Jackson Denier. And I'm Divine and Tom Dragoon. And uh, thanks for tuning in again. We were supposed to have our first guest on today, but she ended up being sick this morning. I live with her, so I'm sending her my best wishes, but if she has corona, then I'm moving out. <clears throat> well, she got tested actually for corona, and luckily she doesn't have it, which is oh, good. Oh, beautiful. Great. <laughs> which is great. <laughs> the way you started that was like, wait, I saw the text message. You make it seem like she has it. <laughs> I'm scared. She doesn't, but... Um, we were going to talk about coronavirus today anyway, so I figured it was just a good segue. That's good beautiful. way to. So that was my way of just kind of sneaking into coronavirus discussion. Oh, but um, yeah. Yeah. Um, so I don't know if you saw, but No Time to Die was supposed to come out in April. That's mm-hmm. the newest James Bond movie for anyone that doesn't know. Mm-hmm. Daniel Craig's last. Um, and it got pushed back to all the way to November. November yeah. yeah. Jesus. Um, so the reasoning behind it being that 70% of uh, Bond movies, their gross comes from outside of the U.S. Yeah, international market. Yeah, exactly. Like China. And, yep. And so theaters are actually closing in South Korea, Italy, China, and Japan, mm. which caused them to push back their, their launch. It's pretty crazy, like the effect that it's had yeah. on just the, the movie industry in general. Um, I saw that China's box office in general for in the past two months was down $1.9 billion mm, yeah. from past years at the same time, Yeah, which is wild. It's actually been really, it's crazy because it, in terms of just unprecedented, like they don't know what to do with this. It could be fine. That's why, for example, Mulan is supposed to premiere later this month. And they haven't really announced anything um, for what their plans are. You know, like Bond's supposed to come out. I mean, technically it would premiere end of this month or early April in London and then, you know, worldwide and all that stuff. But then they push it back. But the fact that Mulan, which is another big movie tentpole, uh, mm-hmm. is there's no word on what they're doing yet with yep. that. Um, and that's also most of Disney movies um, profit hugely from international markets. Yep. Yeah, it's true. And it's wild because even in China, they're, they're having trouble making movies now. Mm-hmm. And China is a huge movie market for anyone that doesn't know. Yes, yeah, I think it's, I think it's biggest. the biggest. Yeah. Um, and right now, if, if a production, a film production has more than 50 people on it, then they're not allowed to, they're not allowed to shoot. Oh. They're just canceling production. That's awful. Which is every film production. Right. Like any that, big movie has more than 50 people on it. ruling out everything. Right. Production. And uh, if if you have a, a shoot somehow that's less than that, mm-hmm. like let's say you have 25 people, mm-hmm. every single person every day when they come in has to get temperature checked. Oh, wow. They have to like report it. And it's just, they, it is cra- it's crazy. It's wild what they're doing right now. Yeah. Um, and then also on top of that right now, movie theaters in China, um, pretty much all of them have closed yeah and they're unlikely to reopen in march they said hopefully they'll be able to open soon right who, who knows though right um yeah i was about to say every big movie that's been released so far this year have not premiered in china and that's affected every movie that's come out even great even movies that you know haven't done well like Doolittle, for example yeah that was supposed to premiere in china and or not premiere in china but like you know come out in china with like a strong showing like if it doesn't do well in america or domestically then 
uh, they would profit a lot from China, but because of that, it's like now it's just sinking hardcore yeah. in mon- like monetary losses. It's not a good position to be in right now. No, it's really not. And it's w- what's crazy is like the theaters I saw that are open mm-hmm. in China still. Um, they have to seat alternate rows, so they can't seat people next to each other in front of it. Yeah, so no, they can do one whole row and then no one behind them, and then it, I don't, I don't know. Might as well just close it. Yeah, so they're <laughs> they're trying to do something, and they have to do a major sanitization oh, after man. every movie. That's awful. Yeah, it's terrible. Oh. Imagine working in those theaters. I, I was just thinking that I was like, I can't imagine like having to, you know, the protocols that you have to just undertake last minute and like you might not even go to work you know right. what i mean like there might they, like if you have even an ounce of sickness within you you're not going to work oh no not um, at all oh god yeah anyway so that's our that's our coronavirus discussion on a lighter note um it was recently revealed uh by ryan johnson who was the writer director of knives out mm-hmm. um he recently told everyone something about Apple's contracts for iPhone use in movies that I found pretty interesting. interesting. Bad guys in movies are not allowed to use iPhones. Why? It's just in Apple's contracts. They don't want their product to be associated with... with, people who are bad? With bad guys. What? So he was saying, because Knives Out is a mystery movie, he was saying if you watch it, I I don't want to spoil it, but the bad guy who ended up being the murderer Mm. never touches an iPhone. And so he was saying, it, it, now that people knew, know that, I mean, he's the one that told us, so hey, it's kind of his fault, but right. now that people know that, it could kind of ruin mystery movies if technology is involved. That's true. Wait, but that's so... And that's, like, indefinite. Like, that's not, like, that's, like, world... Like, not worldwide, but, like, through, like, across the board. That's what that's what he said, yeah. It didn't what? seem to have any stipulations on Interesting. it. Interesting. Isn't that bizarre? That's very... I mean, it's... Biz- I'm not surprised. Right. Because Apple is one of those brands who like to control everything, which is yeah, fine. Yeah. You know, you're more than welcome to do that if you want to. I mean, yeah. when you're at that... <laughs> status yeah. in society um, but it's just interesting that even to something like that which I feel like it could be the complete opposite like having a bad guy a villain someone who you know some films people have cult followings with the bad guy the bad guy yeah so for them to not use an iPhone it's like kind of hurting you in terms of just your overall stock everything like that and that's very interesting yeah not I, surprising but interesting I thought it was and especially because if you go back and watch that movie, so many characters are texting and stuff. Right. Especially, um, like, the kids in that movie yeah. are on their phones constantly. It's just interesting. I don't know. I, I'm trying to, like, go through it in my head right now. Right, exactly. <laughs> You'll have to go rewatch it I now. I would have to rewatch it now that that's a very specific detail that I'd even consider. Because yeah, you never... Why would I consider? Yeah, <laughs> yeah my, when I went into Knives Out, I was like, oh, you know what? I'm going to watch for him and to see what kind of phone the bad right. guy uses. I've never thought... Of, I mean... They well, give him an Android, though. <laughs> I was going to say, I was just about to say, actually, I do pay attention to that when it comes to TV shows and movies of the devices that are used because some... Like, it's it's not hard, especially if you come from, like, a big studio or streaming service where if you want to, you know, use an Apple product, it's you, but most of the time they're, like, from what I've heard, they're always willing to give it to you. Yeah. Um, so it's interesting, like, I think, what movie was I watching? Was it, I think it was, I, I want to say it was To All the Boys I've Loved or whatever. Last week or a couple weeks ago, I watched it randomly. The first or the second? The first The one, first one. The first one. And it's interesting because... They're clearly using iPhones, mm-hmm. but the UI is Android. 
And so I always wonder. Oh, that, interesting. Yeah, I always wonder. Like it's like they, you, you can see the Apple logo in some shots. Like it's a clear Apple device, and yet you don't have. I don't know if it's like it's two specific clauses. Like you can use our products, but you can't use our operating systems. Right. I don't know. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I don't know what that. Is. So I get that. But again, going back to the bad guys, I don't understand that. Well, that's <laughs> like uh, in the Nickelodeon universe how they always had the pair. Oh, okay. But see, I've always wanted a pair pod. I've always <laughs> oh, wanted a pair pod. I've always wanted a pair pod. The pair computer. Freddie <laughs> on iCarly made those things. iCarly, Drake and Josh, Victorious. Yeah. <laughs> anything really related to Dan Schneider, he just used pair products. Uh, anything Freddie used, I always wanted. I oh, was, dude, he had the best had the tag. Best for how old was he? I don't well, know. Homeboy was, was like an elementary, <laughs> elementary school, <laughs> screaming. I don't know. Um, he was young though, and he had a lot of pair devices or pair devices. Um, speaking of kids shows, actually, it's a great segue. Um, oh, have that? you heard the all of the stuff going on right now with the Lizzie McGuire reboot on dude. Disney Plus? So for anyone that doesn't know, um, right now, Hillary Duff actually just recently posted a rant on Instagram <sighs> saying that she is unhappy with Disney Plus and doesn't want the reboot to be on there mm-hmm. because she wants adult themes mm-hmm. in the Lizzie McGuire reboot. Which, what it's so funny, I was talking to some friends who actually um, are very into that, like just Lizzie McGuire and all that stuff, like last week. Uh, and- who isn't? Right? I mean, yeah. <laughs> cult following. Um, 100%. But it was interesting because I guarantee you the adult themes that she probably wants to present are not even bad. Oh. Not even bad. No way. Like, there's, I don't know. Like, I just know for a fact it's not as bad as what they're, what Disney's probably making it out to be. And I just have so many thoughts because, like, people are saying, oh, it can go to Hulu. Because, like, Hulu picked up High Fidelity. Mm, and, yep. yeah, like, that, like they picked up shows that weren't technically supposed to be on Hulu. It was supposed to be on Disney+. Plus. Yeah, yeah. Um, and they ended up moving it because of the, just the wide net of mature content that they can have. Yep. And it just blows my mind because that was another, you know, people are saying that it sucks that, you know, we're tapping into older IPs and bringing them back for cash grabs. And I get that. I understand, mm-hmm. like, you know, there's a less amount of original content out there, but at the yep. same time, nostalgia is still a big force within entertainment. And, I mean, I was looking forward to Lizzie McGuire reboot. I, I don't know about you, oh, yeah. but yeah, I was about to say, sure. everybody was looking forward to Especially that. if it had the cartoon. Like, yeah, the, yeah need that. Exactly. Need that, that back. That's what made it great. That's what made it groundbreaking. Right. It's funny to associate that with the DCOM, that's what, or yeah. the Disney Channel original show. That's what made it groundbreaking back then was that, like, it was one of the few shows on television that had, like, an anime character with her. And, like, that... It's interesting because Lizzie McGuire was very important to Disney when it was like starting up as Disney Channel. Like yep. it was the first Disney Channel original series to have multiple seasons, a hundred episodes, a movie. It was the first decom like ever, like from a, like from a TV show. Like it was just it was a big deal. Yeah, and you would think they would treat it great compared to especially compared to like people like. I, I, for example, like I love Hannah Montana. Don't get me wrong, but like yeah, yeah. Miley Cyrus had like a bunch of different, you know, wild moments in her life post Disney Channel, right. and you know she's fine now, obviously. But like Hillary Duff, Hillary Duff was has, fine. Yeah, she's had a pretty calm. She has kids. She yeah. has a man. She's good. You know what I yep. mean? Um, so I I think she has every right to be upset. Well, with, what I don't uh, in my head, the first thing I jumped to was mm. just imagine like. Lizzie McGuire reboot on like HBO. Oh, dude. Where like Gordo comes back, he's like shooting up heroin. <laughs> you got like. I mean, I'd stream. But, of course. I mean, <laughs> right. The viewers and so, but like, what does she want? Right, like, I don't. Thing. No, yeah. I was thinking about that too. I feel like it's more, I mean, who knows, really? I don't want to assume, especially, yeah, yeah. you know, in our climate right now. But I, I, 
I would understand because back then she was a teenager about just graduated high school and now she's like what 30 something in the show yeah yeah um, like of course she's probably talking about I'm sure she will talk about kids I'm sure she's talking about like you know things related to women that they can relate to and I don't know it's just such a bad bad like they shot only two episodes you gonna do that like give them a season at least bring out the season let us talk about it and then if you want to cancel it but then we'll petition for that not to get canceled you know like it just well what's also weird is like you can have adult themes on a children's show or I mean it it shouldn't even be a kid show necessarily it shouldn't be a kid show because our age group I feel like would be the the viewers right no because it would be the nostalgia bringing everyone back but I mean, I, you can have a kid show about, you know, injustice and yeah. stuff like You just have those themes in you it. The like, themes, it's not... Yeah. I don't know. Unless it's like she wanted to have, like, sexually explicit content, which even Which then, no one wants. Which no one wants. Yeah, no one say, wants to watch Lizzie McGuire that's, I mean, I'm sure they also knew that. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, I, I guarantee... And it's funny because, like... Oh, maybe someone... I don't know. I, who knows? <laughs> I, <laughs> we support we don't. you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, like... For example, have you seen High School Musical, the musical, the series? I have not. Okay. Sorry. I watched all of it. Uh, I'm glad. Uh, but it's funny because in that show, people saw the title and assumed like it's like High School Musical, the series in term, but like moved into a TV show. Yep. But it's actually, it branches off halfway through without spoiling for anybody. It branches off halfway through and to become its own and it grows into its own. But there are serious top- topics in there. Like there's a same sex couple. There's, you know from things like divorce there's a little bit of sexuality here and there like ambiguity and yeah, all that yeah. stuff but like there are serious topics and themes for a Disney branded show yeah I mean it's possible it's possible so it, well the other thing do you think it was just like a it's some kind of publicity like, stunt where she's I like mean, where she brings it back yeah I would hope so maybe just to maybe she I, wasn't I don't know boy man. I would hope so I would hope that because but also at the same time thinking about it again they've only they shot two episodes and yes. they fired the director who was the director and creator behind the original oh really yeah i did not see that yeah yeah that's, that's that weird, was the man. original that was the original and I, I mean i could be wrong don't get me wrong i remember seeing it as a hollywood reporter last month yep. or in january um like like literally a week into the new year um that's why yeah and th- that's what that was like the first big thing um that she was removed but they didn't say that the show was like canceled or like not happening anymore she, they, they just said that she was removed from the whole production i don't know it's a it's a whole thing um yeah. well, i have many thoughts about it clearly. reboots and and shows coming back um are pretty big right now right um it's like a huge thing right. so I don't know. Hopefully they figure it out. And I mean, okay. I, I'm so sorry. One more thing. It's just yeah, interesting yeah. because it's like, yeah, what you just said is so true because when you think about it, the majority of Disney Plus's original content so far are reboots right. or um, that's remakes. That's Disney as a whole right Disney, now. Right. Yeah. Mandalorian and High School Musical, the series are both of their biggest shows from Disney Plus so far. Yep. And they're from already, you know, existing IPs. Yeah. So it's like, and they just announced Proud Family. It's coming back. And like, no that was way. my favorite, that was my favorite show growing up. Yeah. And oh, that's coming awesome back. Awesome show. Right. And that's coming back. And it's, you know, it's just, I have so many thoughts about that. So. Yeah. Well, did you see... Um, there's another reboot that you may or may not be excited for. I don't know if you'd consider it a reboot, actually, but um, Bong Joon-ho 
and Adam McKay. So for anyone that doesn't know who Adam McKay is, he is a big producer, mostly works with Will Ferrell. Very talented. Very, very talented. Um, he did, he's doing Succession right now. I so loved that show. We'll come back to that. But anyway, Adam McKay produced that. He produced Eastbound and Down, Danny mm-hmm. McBride's TV show. Um, he does all of Will Ferrell's movies. And then uh, Bong Joon-ho, who everyone knows did Parasite. Parasite. He was a writer-director. They are doing a limited series mm-hmm. on HBO I'm inspired so by Parasite. I'm so pumped. Now, HBO released a statement that says, the HBO limited series inspired by Parasite is in the early stages of development, and to speculate on any characters or casting is wildly premature. That was what they released. That's all that they've said. Um, the only thing that I did see is that for some odd reason, Mark Ruffalo has been eyed to star. People are talking about what character he would be and why they're whitewashing Parasite. I don't know. I feel like that goes against what pa- what it was. What it was and also what Bong himself said before the Oscars. Yeah. Because it was announced about, like, you know, it was coming, like, there was a limited series about that. Yeah, and yeah. it was like, whoa, yes. Um, well, they only they only released, said something about it, I think, like, three or four days before the Oscars. Because yeah. Because they didn't want it to alter the way that people voted. Right. Yeah. Which is, I mean, good call. Good <laughs> but, call. um, wait, okay, and I love Mark Ruffalo. Oh, yeah, same. <laughs> He's a king. He is. But He's awesome. I, I can't, yeah, I'm not a fan of whitewashing Parasite. Yeah. I don't. I don't get it. I don't. Like they said, that. it quote unquote could be wildly premature. Those are the exact words of HBO. Oh but um, I don't know. I mean, it's an interesting duo, and the fact that Bong Joon Ho is on is cool. That's what. That's what I was about to say. If so, it, I don't. I mean, I. I have faith in him and Adam McKay. Right. They're both same. They're very talented. In what they do. Talented people. Yeah. But the very. fact that they're both executive producing, and yeah. that Bong Joon Ho hasn't said he's going to write or direct yeah. or do anything else besides executive yeah. produce i don't know i mean it's interesting because he i remember like after oscars when people were like asking what's next and blah 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 and he was talking about the parasite limited series for a little bit yeah very briefly he was just like yeah my goal is to uh explore different parts of the movie that we didn't get to see that much of during the film yeah so like, i don't remember like an example would be um Remember the the first maid? Without spoiling anything for anybody, remember the first maid? Yep. Um, before she got fired, she came back and she had like scars or something. And the guy was her husband was asking, "What's on your face?" Yeah, yeah. Remember that? Yeah. And it was never addressed right. at all throughout the film. So like that was an example of like what he okay, wanted. Okay, interesting. It would explore like so kind si- of side stories. Correct. Side okay. stories within what happened in the film that wasn't really talked about. That so. Wasn't, Mark Ruffalo would play the Korean, Correct. the Korean maid, yes, female maid, yes. Mm-hmm. I think Scarlet that's great. And I then they could that. get Scarlett Johansson to be the dad. I think she's busy doing um, a Ghost in the Shell remake, <laughs> the second, um, the second one, the, like a prequel <laughs> or something. Love um, you, Scarjo. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, for anyone that doesn't know, she was the God, lead actress a in a Ghost in the Shell, which was a God. Japanese mm-hmm. movie. Very, um, I mean, Ghost in the Shell is like a very popular brand. Yeah, huge, huge in brand. In Japanese culture. And uh, it was a big deal. they remade it and they cast ScarJo as the lead actress, um, which really upset a lot of people like us. Oh, yeah. Who are just following movie news mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Um, um, next topic. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> I wanted to talk about Daniel Radcliffe a little bit. So Guns Akimbo, his new movie, mm-hmm, just... Mm-hmm came out i think like Mm -hmm. yesterday or a couple days ago 
Um, and it's a movie about Daniel Radcliffe where he wakes up and he has pistols bolted to his hands. Oh. Um, and that's all that I know. Um, it looks crazy in the trailer. Mm. Like, very action-packed. But I wanted to talk about... I think that Daniel Radcliffe right now is one of the coolest actors. He made Bank, obviously, doing Harry Potter. What did he do? Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> From a young, a young, young age. Dude. And then after that, instead of just, you know, quitting or making cheesy movies... Or, or wild and out. Or just going nuts. No. He was like, I'm just going to make sick indie movies... And just do passion projects that I think are really, really cool. Yeah. Um, I don't know if, if you've ever seen Imperium. No. Uh, awesome movie. Mm -hmm. It's about him and he goes undercover. Um, he's a, I think he's in the FBI. Ooh. And he goes undercover into a white supremacist group. Oh. And it's just a really, really intense, really well done yeah. movie. And he's great in it. Of he's course. a great actor. He's a great actor. I was just about to say, it's funny, that article that I was reading literally yesterday, actually, um, was about just like, the headline, of course, was uh, why Daniel Radcliffe does not plan on doing Harry Potter ever again. Good. And I was like, oh, like, you guys are really going to use as your headline. And then like you read it, and it's like actually more about why he does all these obscure projects. Oh, interesting. Um, it's really, I'm going to find the link and send it to you. It's okay, really, yeah, it's a really, really good article because it's talking about, it's, it means an interview with him and it's talking about um, why he does all these crazy, so different, crazy. but they're, they're so, so good. Yeah, they are. I've heard. They're you know, really good. I haven't seen most of them, but they're really good. And it's Swiss because, Army Man. Yeah, okay, see Did that see one. That? Yeah, yeah. I thought that was going to be just some dumb movie. No, I, that went was into it. funny. It was heartfelt. Very heartfelt. It was, it was a very emotionally intense. intense. It was very. <laughs> Swiss Army Man is a movie about he gets washed up on a beach. Mm. I, I haven't seen it in a while. It's been years. But <laughs> Paul Dano finds him, mm -hmm. basically. Paul Dano is, is an awesome actor, also. He's mm -hmm. really, really yeah. good in this movie. Um, but so. Paul Dano is, is stranded on an island and he finds Daniel Radcliffe and he thinks he's just a dead body. And it turns out he has all these super abilities, special abilities that he uses him as, right. quote unquote, a Swiss Army man and uses him in all different aspects. And the trailer made it look like it was just going to be a movie about fart jokes. And the trailer did it so bad. Yeah, it, was, <laughs> it, it really did. And, yeah. and I was on an airplane and. This that's where I watched it because mm -hmm. you know they just have their just selection. Have, yeah. I was like, oh, I've always wanted to watch this, and I was blown away. Yeah, I yeah, I was about to say. I remember when it first came out and it was all over social media. Yeah, because like you know anything Daniel Radcliffe related to right now is just always online, of course. Um, especially with Harry Potter, and so I was like, yeah, this looks interesting. And then the trailer, I saw it again, and I'm like, wait, this is actually not something I want to see. I didn't yeah. see it until like a couple years, a year. I don't even know where I saw it. I think I saw it on a plane too, to be honest. Or somewhere random. Like right. I didn't yeah, mean yeah. to see it, exactly. but I ended up seeing it. And it was actually That's what I, planes are great for. That's what planes are really good for. You're just trapped in the air, so you might as well watch whatever they got. <laughs> yeah, 100%. Yeah. Um, did you see The Woman in Black? No. That's a terrifying, great movie. It's a good um, horror movie. Okay, I got um, it. Horror movies, I'm, we, I think we talked about this last week. Yeah. I, I'm scared of horror movies. Like yeah. I just, it makes me think a lot. So I tend to not watch them. Yeah. yeah. Like I'm going to see invisible man. Yep. Um, and I've read like the early reviews about it with the spoiler free reviews. And it sounds like a very emotionally thrilled movie. Well, I'm down to talk about invisible man. Once I get oh, to Daniel Radcliffe, watch that. Um, <laughs> and then the, the only other one that I have that I've seen that I have in my head is horns, mm -hmm. which was another one 
weird movie. Mm. Daniel Radcliffe starts growing horns at the top of his head and basically like turning into the devil. Like he gets all of this evil impulses and stuff. Um, and I'll say the first two thirds of that movie, the first two acts, incredible, okay. are really, really well done. He mm. acts really well. Um, they're, you know, kind of th- not thriller-ish, yeah. but action-packed yeah. um, with a lot of deviance because he's turning into this evil right. person. He has a lot of um, inner problems that he's trying to work out. Mm. But the last act, it just goes so over the top. In and it's just... visuals or just in general? In ge- it just Yikes. goes too far. Um, he, yeah, I mean, uh, in, in the easiest way to not super spoil it, mm. he turns into like this full-on beast. And it's just really weird. I love that. It's, I love that. It's interesting. Very Harry Potter. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, beast. <laughs> yeah. beast. Someone say beast. Someone say beast. Um, but uh, you mentioned Invisible Man. Mm-hmm. Uh, we talked about that last week. Mm-hmm. And I went and saw it the day it came out. It is so good, man. Really? If you like scary movies, though, it is one of the, if not the best horror movie I've seen in a while. Yeah, that's what everyone's saying. And... I mean, 2020 is pretty early still, but right. definitely my favorite movie of the year. So really? Far. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You heard it here, you heard it here, folks, guys. All right, listen. This man <laughs> has put his verdict for the films. So far, I, I, one hundred. Yeah, it was it was yeah. really good. It's intense. It has really unique themes. Right. Yeah. Um, the villain being, you know, I'm obviously not going to spoil it, but Please. the general gist of it mm. is that there's a woman who was in an abusive relationship Mm -hmm. and her husband has died and she believes that he has turned himself invisible and is haunting her and that's the general gist um so she doesn't think he's dead but the the whole idea of this being in an abusive relationship and having all these issues and having no one really there to like help you and having that push away everyone that you love um it just it does that so incredibly mm. well, and at the same time, just makes it so scary. Oh my god, it's See, good. That's how the movie's been saying. Like it's people, good. like uh, like ghosts, literally haunting her. Yeah, um, yeah. I just I've heard her performance is phenomenal, so I'm really looking forward to seeing it. Dude, Elizabeth Moss is the main actress in yeah. that movie, and she can portray terror on her face. Like I know there nothing was, I've ever seen. <laughs> there was a snippet on like a like a screenshot on Twitter. And the caption was just, this is why you should see Invisible Man. And her face, yeah. I don't know, I think she's in like a diner or she's in dinner with something. And she's like, her face just like down. Like, yeah, yeah. I, I, that's when I was like, okay, yeah, this is going to terrify me. Yeah, I know exactly Love the that. scene you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, that's but what. I, I can't tell you what happened. But it, it's definitely, yeah. <laughs> no, she, she is so good in that. Yeah. I don't, I didn't, she's also the main actress in Handmaid's Tale, for yes. anyone that doesn't yes. know. Um, and I... I'm actually in the middle of reading Handmaid's Tale, so I haven't okay. I haven't watched the show. Look at you. I've seen a couple episodes. And yeah. <laughs> I haven't watched the whole thing yet. I haven't either, but I hear that she's also really good in yeah. that. Um, and people that watch the show say the same reviews of her, that yeah. she can like put um, pain and on her face Ooh. and make herself look just really uncomfortable, yeah. which I saw 100% in this movie. It's it's wild. This is beautiful. Okay, I'm She's ready really to see good, it. man. I'm ready to see it. Um, oh, I watched um, Pete Davidson's new stand-up I special. Seen it. I was actually going to see it today. Okay. I just finished BoJack Horseman. Okay. But beautiful talk show. about Pete Davidson. Dude. Oof. 
I want to talk about Pete Davidson because yeah, he's it. a wild this man. <laughs> his stand up I find hilarious. Yeah, um, it's really touchy for some people. Yeah, um, he is not one to shy away from uh, inappropriate jokes. Well, or, he's had a hard life. He's had a really tough like life. regardless of you know, and that's kind of what makes me upset because like his whole relationship with Ariana Grande, you know, I feel like that put him into the limelight, which is great. Yeah. Um, but people forget to realize like this man is like, he's, I mean, he's depressed. Yeah. He has, he suffers from a lot of different mental illnesses. Um, and I mean, yeah, he's just, I feel like he's like this almost similar to Bojack actually, yeah, yeah. where he's just like this damaged person who is processing life in a very different way than a lot of people are. I mean, yep. we all do it differently, obviously, but you know, you see him on SNL, you see him on Netflix, you see him with Ariana Grande before and like, just, he's not, but he's not okay. He's not happy. Right. Well, he talks a lot about it in his, his special, special, um, yeah. how he copes with things mm-hmm. and what he does. Um, a lot of it is weed. He smokes a lot of weed. Love that. He also has Crohn's disease though, yeah. which apparently the weed really helps with, Good. Um, Good. which is interesting. But anyway, um, and the Man, less oh, this man's going through it, but then his comedy is hilarious. Oh, right, 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 sure right. He's so funny. <laughs> it partially is owed to those things, honestly. Because, right. But anyway, um, speaking of his tough life, he does have a movie coming out with, uh, it premieres at South by. Yes. Yes. It does. Yeah, and yeah, it's yeah. by, um, Judd Apatow wrote mm-hmm. and directed it. Um, who was a writer director of the big sick knocked up 40 yeah. year old virgin. Um, he's, that he's kind of in with Seth Rogen's crew. He's mm-hmm. made a lot of their movies. Yes. So the movie is called King of, um, King of Staten Island. Exactly. And it's about Pete Davidson um, losing his dad. His dad was a firefighter. He passed away in 9-11 yeah. fighting the fire. Um, and it's about him losing his dad and entering stand-up comedy mm-hmm. um, to kind of cope because that's what he did mm-hmm. um, when he was young. He had a lot of troubles. And then around 16, I think it said that he... Um, jumped in, started doing stand up mm. after his friends actually forced him into it. He Good. was at a bowling alley, I think it was, and they were doing open mic night. And he always talked about wanting to do stand up. Mm-hmm. And his friends were finally like, just do get it. the hell out there yeah. and just do it. And they forced him into it. And oh. here we are. Look at you. Um, we love good, pushy friends. Good, pushy friends. <laughs> um, but so the movie is going to be obviously Pete Davidson. Mm-hmm. And then it's got Steve Buscemi, mm. Marissa Tomei. Oh, um, Machine Gun Kelly, Bill, Bill Burr, Jimmy Tatro, and my absolute favorite on the entire list is Moises Arias. Oh, time out, time out, time out, time out, time out. Really quick, <laughs> was was Rico on Hannah Montana? <laughs> Wait, I forgot all about this boy. I know. <laughs> and so he's about to be in this movie. With Machine Gun Kelly, Steve Buscemi, Pete Davidson, and but Mr. honestly, Tomei. you can't think of a like a better film starring Pete Davidson oh. with a wild cast like that. Oh, like I can't. I'm assuming Marissa Tomei is going to be his mom. Oh, for sure, for sure. I would. Um, what else are you going to do? <laughs> Steve Buscemi might be his dad. Oh, they both have like the crazy eyes. They going. do. Like, they kind of look alike. They do kind of look alike. I think about which it, which is pretty funny. Um, yeah, Pete Davidson has like a distinct like face. Oh, very. so it's funny if you can get someone who could be like look like him look like and him. act like him. Yeah. Ex- oh, yeah. And Steve Buscemi can act like anything. No, he really. He's. I can. Yeah. Wait, he's. Moises. So yeah, <laughs> and then Moises Arias. Also, Jimmy Tatro. Like you know that Machine Gun Kelly and Jimmy Tatro. They're gonna are gonna have be, a like, bit. They're gonna be Pete <laughs> Davidson's squad. They're gonna have for a sure. bit. 
I don't know what Bill Burr's role is going to be. I love Bill Burr. I'm still not over Moses. I'm sorry. I just can't. Like, when <laughs> you, you said that, before you even said Rico, yeah. I was like, Rico? <laughs> I can't, I can't roll my R's, but if I could, I would imitate the way that he would scream. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Speaking, Hannah Montana has come up twice now, dude. I'm this, telling you, the impact. We really, the we, impact. We love us some. We Hannah love Montana. some. You get the best of both worlds. Oh my god. Um, but anyway, so this movie, um, I'm looking forward to it. I like Judd Apatow it. a lot. Yeah. Um, I mean, obviously the big sick is yeah. just did really, really well with mm-hmm. Kumail Nanjani. Okay. Um, Pronunciation King. Let's go. I think that, is that right? I think so. so. Sounded right. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, it's about him and his wife, Emily Gordon. Of that. And uh, it's, it's a really good movie. Um, the big sick. It did incredibly well. It was made for really cheap. Um, it had Ray Romano in it, which was awesome. What was he in recently? He Irishman. was in The Irishman yeah. as the lawyer. Just seri- I, I was talking to someone who didn't watch The Irishman yet, mm-hmm. and I was going through the cast. I was like, yeah, it's got all these great actors. And then I was like, and it has Ray Romano. And they laughed and just stared at me. And I was like, no, like it actually That's has. That's how I felt when I watched it. It actually has Ray Romano. And they were like, what? That's what I said. Yeah. The minute he came on screen, I was like, this guy. And then he talked. And I was like, oh. Oh, I see. Because <laughs> I used to love, what was the show? Everybody. Everybody loves, loves Raymond. Raymond. Not to be confused with everybody, everybody hates, hates Chris. Chris. Hmm. Racial disparity. Interesting. <laughs> we'll talk about that later. <laughs> um, but uh, <clears throat> did you did you watch anything this week? Bojack Horseman. So yeah. I actually saw it in three days. The whole series? Yeah. So, so you just started it. I just started it and I just finished it yesterday. Bojack Horseman is a Netflix comedy-ish. Yeah. It's a, co- a dramedy comedy. for sure. Yes, um, for sure. Animated show mm-hmm. starring Will Arnett. It was one of their first Netflix originals actually. Was it really? Mm-hmm. It came out 2014, 2015. Oh wow. Yeah, and it was like one of their first, I think actually the it was the first Netflix animated original for sure. Um, and one of the first, I think like a couple after House of Cards. But yeah. Wow. Um, and Good. And Will so Arnett good. is an incredible voice. I actor. was seeing interviews of him, and I was like, I forgot that he actually talks like this because I was able to separate right. it with BoJack. No, not at all. Um, and I was like, Oh wait, he actually talks like this. That's actually how it, <laughs> how it is. Uh, I think the combination of him and then uh, Aaron Paul as Todd were probably the best casting decisions for that show. I oh, Aaron Paul is so good in that. Speaking of Aaron Paul, so good. We have Westworld season three. I thought you were about out. to say that he's coming in as our guest. I was like, what do you mean? He's been here the whole time. You know, yeah, yeah. We're, so introducing uh, Aaron Paul. Oh my God. Emmy award winning actor just hanging out outside. <laughs> just waiting to come on in. I just had so many questions for some reason. Just oh, for him or just, just in general? No, like why is he waiting outside? Right. Why did you not tell me about this? Well, I would ask him these questions. Like, Aaron, I told you to come in an hour Right. Ago. You know his awkward ass would not probably come inside. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know if I was supposed to come in. <laughs> I hope I hope he's like Paul in real life. I think he is. I I would really I think he is. Um, I really hope so. Um that would be great. I but yeah. yeah, Westworld season three is coming out. So. When does that come out? Is that this year? This it year, is right? this, this year. Summer? It's any it's HBO's next season. So okay. whatever um what's on right now, The Outsider um, McMillions, yeah. whatever these shows, and oh, and Avenue, the Fifth Ave, Avenue Five, I think it's called. Yeah, the one from the, the creator space of Veep. one. Yeah, yeah, from the Veep for the Veep creator yeah. with um, Josh Gad. Jesus. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean HBO has just been I on fire HBO. lately 
we can talk about succession a little bit if you want to. Okay. Yeah, but like we have to make it quick because if you, you if you don't stop me, I will talk about will the, every episode every season. So first of all, it's who, my favorite show on TV for sure right now. Who is your favorite character? That's such a hard question. See, but I always ask so, people this because it says a lot about who you are. <laughs> so you're like, wait. <laughs> right, right, now I'm panicking. I'm thinking. Um, so I, I would, I probably would have to go with Kendall. Okay. Um, Same. Kendall Roy mm-hmm. is. Yeah. Um, good call. Good call. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I, everyone in that show is so good. So and good. it's so well written. It's so a show about. Um, succession. Yeah, within a family, it's uh, they own basically Fox News, um, is kind of what it <laughs> no, is. No, that's what it is, <laughs> and uh, it's run by the father Logan Roy, mm-hmm. and uh, it's him and his children and his <laughs> and his Greg. <laughs> oh, uh, whatever Greg is, his Greg car- might be my favorite character. Oh, I was about to actually, say, I forgot. It, yeah, Greg within is. the main family, it's Kendall, but yeah. outside of the family, it's like the Greg. main one, it's Greg. Yeah, and then Kendall Greg and Tom's wild. relationship. Yeah. Oh, Greg, um, Greg is Nicholas Braun, by the way. If y'all know who he is, he was Disney Channel. <laughs> he was in a fantastic movie called Sky High, um, where he played Zach. <laughs> Which, the moment I started watching Succession and I see this man pop up, I was like, holy crap, it's the glowing dude from Sky High. Oh my god. And I was stoked. He was also that one movie where it was like three of them and they were snowboarders or something. Do you remember that? Are you talking about Minutemen? Yes! Yes, (laughs) okay, yeah. I was like, wait, because you said snowboarders, but... Were they snowboarders? No, no, so they they were time... They could pause time. Right, but were they ever snowing at one point, or am I just thinking of a different decom? I think, actually, no, I think the ending ended with them snowboarding, I think. Okay, cool, I was about to say, I feel like I saw this man snowboarding, and I don't snowboard, so... Oh, wait, actually, no, I was thinking of Clockstoppers is the one where they freeze time. Minutemen is the one where they just invent a time machine that can only go like 10 minutes or something. So that's, yeah, yeah, he was in that. I think we should change this podcast to a decom podcast because clearly we know our stuff. (laughs) We know too much. Clearly we know too much. (laughs) Um, But anyway, back to Succession. It also has um, Kieran Culkin, who is Macaulay Culkin's brother. Did you see he was just casted for American Horror Story? Kieran Macaulay. Macaulay, yeah, 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 yeah. I did. That's gonna be really good. That is gonna be good. It's really good. I, he, I, I haven't seen him in anything. That's what I was about to say. That's what I like. I can feel <laughs> three. When um, did that come out? We were children. Yeah, nineteen oh eight. Love that. But I don't. I don't know. Um, but yeah, Kieran Culkin's in it. Brian Cox, um, who plays the father, is phenomenal. Um, really, phenomenal really good. Guy. I would pay money just to hear him drop f bombs all over. Oh the place. yeah, the way he does it. If he would just tell so... me to fuck off. I would give him a hundred dollars. I remember the first time <laughs> I saw it. I was watching it the first time. I think one of the first times he did that. I like jumped back. Like I was like, oh, yep. is this is this four D? Like what happened? <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. Um, it also has Alan Ruck, um, who some of you guys might know as Cameron from Ferris Bueller. Oh yeah. Did oh. you not notice that? No. Yeah, so Connor Roy is Cameron from Ferris Bueller. Huh. Which is pretty wild. I mean, I hate his character. I mean, that's um, why I didn't care, yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Huh. You look at him, you're like, next. Gross. Um, and then uh, it also has Jeremy Strong yeah. as Kendall Roy, who's really good. He was in um, The Dude, Big Short, The Judge. That second season. He was just in The Gentleman. Oh, um, he was. Yeah, which he was, was uh, with our boy. That was Guy Ritchie's new movie with Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> Hook 'em, baby. Uh, 
But yeah, so anyway, I really like Succession. HBO's killing it. Yeah. Is the moral of that story. People people were asking me just as kind of a last minute, just end of our thing conversation. Mm. Um, you know about to talk about ourselves a tiny bit um, and why the podcast is called Hollywood Hopefuls mm. um, and why we're doing this in the first place. Mm. And so I thought maybe we should do that at the end right here before okay. we close it out. So it's called Hollywood Hopefuls because we both live in L.A. and in different aspects, we're trying to make it in Hollywood. Mm -hmm. We're trying to jump into the entertainment business. Mm -hmm. um, we're doing it in two different sections. Mm. Um, you are... I'm a filmmaker and Jackson is an actor. Yes, um, I'm, an, I'm an actor. Yes, he's a phenomenal actor. Won Thank multiple you. You know, Oscars, yep. Emmys and all that stuff. I was uh, I played Joaquin Phoenix playing Joker. Oh, the Joker. Yeah. wait. And you're going up for that Scarlett Johansson role playing Scarlett playing Johansson. Playing Scarlett Johansson. Right. Mm -hmm. But in Korean. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay, so... No, but... Okay, here's the actual the actual deal. So Divine is you are acting, <laughs> yes, you're an actor, yeah. um, and I'm trying to write. I want to be a writer for TV. Yeah. Um, and uh, so we both know a Just lot. Just TV. Uh, TV for now. Okay. I mean, yeah. I I I have written. I have a feature film written, mm -hmm. but um, I'm more interested in TV right Dope. now. I think. Love that. Um, yeah. So, uh, but yeah, we're both. What is? Uh, you know, I don't think people really know the process of acting in LA. Oof. And so I kind of wanted to talk about that. A yeah. Tiny bit. I mean, there isn't really a set process, you know, yep. it's like with anything in Hollywood, there there's no set process, there's no set for process anything. for anything. You can easily just be picked off the street tomorrow and make it big the next day. Yep. It is insane. Um, but I guess in terms of, you know, what proper things to do, you know, it's more about, you know, taking classes, working on your craft. Um, if you have representation, get represent don't have if you don't have representation, get representation. If you do have representation, keep in contact with them and helping them, you know, find work for you. Yeah. Um, so by representation you're talking about an agent or a manager. Yeah, so an agent or manager, which is so funny because it reminds me of that Bojack episode where they talk about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I that's another great thing about that show is it just makes fun of and talks about all of the weird little things Very in Hollywood. Very insightful. The um, assistant revolt killed me. So good. So good. Um, but they, so they, basically in Hollywood you have an, an agent and a manager. Yeah. Um, and they both do different things. Mm -hmm. One, I believe it's a manager um, is able to produce mm -hmm. something that you're in, mm -hmm. whereas an agent cannot, right? right? Isn't yeah. that okay? That's like the biggest thing. And also just like a manager manages your life and agent manages your career. Okay. Um, so like, or I mean, it depends, but that's usually what so it is. So do you do, you obviously audition for things. Right. So how, how do you go about finding stuff like that? For um, so with auditions, you know, it really depends on what you're going up for. Uh, there's multiple different databases. There's, yep. you know, Actors Access, Backstage, LA Casting, if you're in LA or different casting services around the country. Um, and then there's also other ways too. Like I had uh, my old boss and agency that I worked at. She, um, her friend, actually hooked me up with uh, this audition for this like indie film that she was producing. Nice. Um, so yeah, so it's like you know, it's there are multiple different ways to go out for auditions. Yeah, uh, it just depends on you know what you're trying to do. And every audition um, is completely different. Right? Every audition is completely different. Yep. I think one of the biggest things that sometimes I even honestly you know try my best to remember is that if you don't get something, whether it's a callback or you don't get the role that you wanted for it, it's never your fault. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because as 
you can say, you know, as a director and producer and all that stuff, they have a vision for what they want. And sometimes you as the character don't match that vision. And exactly. that's totally fine. Um, it's I, nothing against you. It's nothing against you. It's just. Unless you like disrespect someone right. during your audition and spit on them. But oh if you, uh, if you don't, you know, if you do everything you're supposed to do right and uh, which is like, you know, doing your best. That's all that matters. Just being a nice person. Just being a nice, good person. Yeah. Um, that's, I feel like, what the most important thing as an actor is. Obviously, you know, practice. Well, also acting. Acting, of course. Is <laughs> <laughs> also important. Um, but yeah, I feel like acting, there are no, there's not a right route to go or a right way or a wrong way to do it. It's just however you do it, really. Yeah. Um, so we, we both went to UT Austin. That's the horns. Um, University of Texas. Yeah. I'm moving my shirt if you can't tell. Devon's wearing a, a hook'em <laughs> shirt right now. Um, and uh, that's that's where we met. Um, and I was in a class one time, and we had a guest speaker come in. Mm-hmm. And th- there's one thing that they said that I always remember that I think is really funny. They were saying that trying to get into Hollywood and break in is like trying to get through a giant wall around a castle with no doors. And you're just... Trying to climb up, trying to climb, and you fall back down. You keep falling down. You can't get over. Finally, you find this tiny hole, right? And Mm -hmm. you squeeze your way through, and you get in. And you've made it inside. And once you're in, everyone's like, where have you been the whole time? Like, welcome. Like, you should have come earlier. And he was saying that basically, once you're in, everyone's like, you're incredibly talented. We need more of you. But Mm -hmm. until that point where you're discovered, Mm -hmm. it's just like, you might as well not exist you know what I mean? Oh, wow. In terms of the business, obviously, you should you, Right, 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 right. Wait, we care about you. Yes. Um, Which I thought yeah, was pretty interesting. That's in, I mean, that's kind of what it is. Yeah. You know? And it's the other thing I think is really funny is for me coming here, everyone was like, you know, you have to, um, you have to be able to accept no's. Because oh, yeah. if you can't accept a no, then you're screwed. Yeah. Um, you have to just be able to bounce back. But what I think is funny is that I actually haven't heard any no's really here. Mm. I just don't hear anything. True. No, <laughs> which wow. Is, which I, I was like, that's that's pretty interesting because yeah. you apply to 100 jobs and you, just and don't, you hear don't hear it. back from any that's of them. That's very true. So it's like, you don't really have to, you don't have to be okay with no's. You just have to be okay with never hearing back that's from anyone. True. Yeah. Silence. Silence is key. Silence is very... Yeah, just not hearing just back a lot, things. a lot of that, and a lot of waiting, mm-hmm. and a lot of just doing whatever you can, doing whatever you can. You know, um, but it's a weird business. We'll talk more. We're gonna as we as we have guests on, we'll talk about you know different right. sections. Um, we have some editors, DPs, actors that we want to have on the show, explain their role, stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, thanks for tuning in for episode two, guys. Thank you so much. I hope you had a great time. Please like and subscribe. Yeah. Um, the sound recording was done by yours truly. Yeah. And we also had some help with uh, finding stuff from Will Graves. Oh. Um, yeah, he was the one that told me about the coronavirus stuff. Oh. Which got me really pushed into that. Wow. So, um, just wanted to give him a shout out. Yeah. All right, cool. Thanks, guys. Um, have a good one. Yeah. Peace. Peace. Peace.